Live around the globe, it's time for Rudy Max's World on the SSI Radio Network. I've been everywhere, man. I've been everywhere, man. Across the deserts, bare man. I breathe the mountain air, man. I travel, I've had my share, man. I've been everywhere. Get on the phone now and call 800-387-8025. That's 1-800-387-8025. Or email the show at info at rudymaxa.com. And now, the savvy traveler himself, Rudy Maxa. Welcome aboard. You're listening to America's most widely syndicated and most listened to radio travel show. And if you'd like to travel on the road, in the air, over the seas, the rails, even in your mind, well, you're in the right place right now. This hour, we'll tackle the fear of flying with the author of a new book titled The Anxious Traveler. In these days of terror alerts, Arthur Rita Anya Nara, who herself suffered from panic disorder, has some good advice. And who did the producers of the new Lone Ranger movie go to when they needed advice? Why, the Texas Rangers, of course. Now, if you're not from Texas, you might think the Texas Rangers were from the days of yore. Well, nope, they're not. But it has been 190 years since the famed law enforcement agency was founded. We'll meet Brian Johnson, the director of the Texas Ranger Hall of Fame and Museum, in Waco, Texas. And you might call it the art museum that Walmart built. It's the Crystal Bridges Museum of American Art in the hometown of Walmart's headquarters, Bentonville, Arkansas. An executive with the museum will tell us there's nothing mid-priced hanging in this museum. Plus, as always, we'll have some deals of the week toward the end of the hour, but first a quick look at some of this week's news and travel. The biggest story of the week, of course, was the Justice Department's surprise decision to oppose the merger of American and U.S. Airways. That caught both airlines off guard and froze personnel changes management was planning. The debate for and against is passionate on both sides, with former American CEO Bob Crandall telling the Dallas News, quote, this is another indication that the U.S. government does not know the first thing about the aviation industry. It's stunning. It's absolutely crazy, unquote. He added that this was just the latest, as he put it, monumental mistake, unquote, made by the federal government. What were the others? Well, Crandall was happy to list them. The first, he said, was allowing foreign carriers to code share their flights in the U.S., taking away the advantage of U.S. carriers who were marketing in international markets. Then the government allowed U.S. airlines to send their airplanes overseas for maintenance, sacrificing tens of thousands of middle-class maintenance jobs in the U.S. And lastly, the government goofed, said Crandall, by permitting Delta to absorb Northwest and United to merge with Continental, thus creating monolithic carriers that require monolithic competitors. Without a merger, said Crandall, neither American nor U.S. airways will be able to compete effectively in the long run against the new Delta and the new United. On the other side of the coin, consumer groups applauded the Justice Department's decision, saying the merger would increase fares, decrease competition, and give the merged carrier unprecedented pricing power at a couple of major airports, including Washington, D.C.'s Reagan National. In a few moments, uh, Ben Mutzabau, the editor of USA Today Skyblog, is going to join me to discuss this a bit further. Investigators have located the two flight recorders from the tail portion of the UPS jet that crashed as it came in for a landing at the Birmingham, Alabama airport. Both pilots were killed. The National Transportation Safety Board says the two black boxes, as they're called, even though they're orange, will shed some light on what on went very wrong. What they have discovered is that the plane descended very quickly toward the airport, but they don't know quite why. All right, who's right, American and U.S. Airways or the Justice Department that wants to halt that merger? Ben Mutzabau is the editor of USA Today's Skyblog, and I wanted to get his thoughts on the aircraft. Ben, welcome to the show. Nice to have you here. Thanks for having me. Well, do you personally have a strong point of view about whether this merger is good for the airlines or good for consumers? You know, where I think where this gets so tricky is that you can really come up with a persuasive argument on either side, whether you're the, you know, pro, I think pro-consumer and pro-airline kind of paints it in too pretty of a picture. But I think there are compelling arguments on both sides. Where I think it gets really complicated is 
how can you block this merger now after having allowed Delta and Northwest, having allowed United and Continental, and I think even Southwest and AirTran, which took the two largest airlines of their kind and, and you know, merged into a single one, taking out the largest low-cost competitor to Southwest. And that's been, uh, despite the justices uh, filing here, that the low-cost carriers have been one of the biggest checks on prices. So if they allow that, and now to say they're concerned about prices, um, I think it puts everybody in a really hard spot. And I think that's why you're seeing so much passion around this uh, debate is because there are compelling arguments on both sides, but they've really kind of, if you're the airlines here, you really have to feel like they've changed the rules mid-game. Yeah, though one commentator said, well, it's one thing, you know, going from six major to five major to four major to three major, which is what this would, would wind up leaving us, although I would include Southwest a major as well. Um, and it's true, you, you are changing the landscape. I mean, U.S. Airways had record profits. Even American turned out a $300-plus million profit last quarter, suggesting they can compete in this environment. Right. I mean, I think U.S. Airways is on stable ground, um, obviously. They're, I mean, they're probably, you know, uh, on a unit basis, probably the mo one of the most profitable airlines in the country right now. What they've been able to do there is pretty remarkable. I think the jury is still out on Americans' long-term prospects. I, I think they look good right now, but they're probably the weakest of the of the big airlines financially. Although, you know, coming out of bankruptcy, once that happens, maybe they'll be in a better position. But you know, I think what's going to be really interesting here is. You know, the, the government has just really changed the way they have viewed what makes uh, – what they're, they're weighing the antitrust concerns. And they have said, as you mentioned, that these airlines might be viable going forward, but that's not necessarily something that would block antitrust. It's either anti-competitive or it's not. Um, mm -hmm. You know, maybe a failing airline would be a reason – a mitigating factor. But, um, you know, and, and the other thing, too, is like. The uh, the argument that there will be down to three airlines, um, really right now with uh, Delta and, and United, uh, they're so much bigger than number three that especially in international routes, they're much closer to duopoly pricing than uh, than the government probably would like. So, right. you know, I know it's kind of, it seems like a catch-22, but allowing... American and U.S. Airways to merge creates an airline that's on the same scale as Delta and United, which allows them to compete more vigorously, whereas right now American is so much smaller than the top two, it is harder for them to compete with corporate contracts that really uh, are kind of the bread and butter for, for the airline industry. Well, Justice says, though, that they have learned from uh, permitting these, uh, the United Continental merger that, that, in fact, fares did go up and the promised uh, benefit to consumers, except for maybe more seamless transferring of airlines, didn't happen. They're saying, look, we learned lessons from letting these guys, so we, we don't want to do this anymore. And by the way, uh, you know, the government went back and broke up banks. They broke up, uh, all they've broken up all kinds of industries over the course of American history. Nothing saying they can't go break up a big airline, although that's not on the table right now. But how do you answer, I'm not you particularly, but how does someone advocating this merger say, we got a minute left. I know that's a tough, tough argument, <laughs> Ben. Serious. But uh, say, look, look, there is no particular benefit. Look at Delta and United didn't particularly benefit us any consumers on prices and service. I, I, you know, I, I disagree a touch. I, you know, I think fares have gone up. I think you can't pin it all on the merger. Uh, you know, oil prices have gone up. There are plenty of other uh, factors as well. But hey, look, what's happened is Delta has become profitable. United has become profitable. Yes, fares are a little bit higher. But look at what Delta's done. They've built a new terminal in New York. They're upgrading their terminal at LAX. They've, they're, they're 
renovating their cabin on their aircraft. So they're actually taking this profit and putting it back into their product, and that benefits customers who, albeit, are paying a little bit more, but they're actually getting more for what they pay. So there is a benefit. I mean, you can, you can argue on both sides of it, but it's, uh, it's not as clear-cut, I think, as it might seem on the surface. Well, fair enough. This is going to be an amazing uh, brawl to watch over the next few months. The uh, CEO of U.S. Airways is still predicting that by the end of the year, the merger will go through. Ben Mutzabuzz, the editor of USA Today's Skyblog. Check it out. You go to USA Today and you can find it. Uh, ben, thank you for joining me today. My pleasure. After this break, we're going to tackle the fear of flying with the author of a new book who herself was not just afraid of flying. She was afraid of a whole lot of other things. The book's called The Anxious Traveler. We'll talk to her right after this break. To participate in the program and speak with Rudy Maxa, call 800-387-8025 or email the show at info at rudymaxa.com. Ever wonder how you can travel like a rock star at a fraction of the cost? Truth is, being lucky in travel takes a little research. Written by Reader's Digest, Travel Guard presents the Smart Spender's Travel Guide, your resource to hundreds of tips from Reader's Digest's popular travel articles. Learn what to pack, how to avoid expensive travel mistakes, and more. Request a free copy of Smart Spender's Travel Guide at TravelGuard.com. We need your email address. All travel advice in this guide is provided by Reader's Digest and as such does not represent the views or opinions of Travel Guard. Travel Guard is a licensed provider of travel insurance and assistance service plans. Learn more at TravelGuard.com. Look, kid, people touch some disgusting stuff in this facility. You got to keep these guys clean. In this place, that is a monumental task. This is why we use paper products from Georgia Pacific. Just ordered some from Granger. A surplus of solutions for the hygienically challenged. Just got our guys new touchless soap and towel dispensers. And plenty of refills. They need it. A lot of it. If you need it, call Granger. Get it? Got it? Good. Call clickgranger.com slash Georgia Pacific or stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Attention men. If you're urinating more often or waking at night to urinate, we want to send you a free bottle of beta prostate. Beta prostate is our best selling supplement made with a natural ingredient that supports healthy urine flow and more complete bladder emptying. It's also been shown to reduce waking at night from the urge to urinate. To find out how to get your free bottle, just call 800-460-0983. Since Beta Prostate debuted, our warehouse has shipped over 2 million bottles. But there are still men who have yet to discover this amazing supplement. That's why for a limited time, you can try a full 30-day supply of Beta Prostate free. You only pay shipping and handling. This free beta prostate giveaway is only available while supplies last. And once it's gone, it's gone. Just call 800-460-0983. That's 800-460-0983. Call 800-387-8025. You can email the show at info at rudymaxa.com. Now back to Rudy Maxa's World. Welcome back, and this segment is brought to you by our fabulous sponsor, Travel Guard. Travel Guard would like to offer you, well, a little special something from Reader's Digest. Expert travel advice put together in a book that's free. It's uh, Travel Guard, of course, is the nation's leading provider of travel insurance. Reader Di Reader's Digest is the name you trust for reliability and expert advice. So they've got a free Smart Spenders Travel Guide that'll tell you how to afford a vacation this year, even on a tight budget, how to save at hotels, restaurants, and resorts, what to do to avoid making expensive travel mistakes, and about 110 other money-saving tips, ideas, and more. All you got to do is go to TravelGuard.com for your free copy of this valuable guide. 
TravelGuard, TravelGuard.com. Well, fear of travel is, uh, is a little different than fear of flying. It may be one and the same, or someone may suffer from both. But fear of travel is, is, is something that some listeners of this show may not be familiar with and others may be too familiar with. There's a new book out. It's written by Rita Anyanara. And uh, I'll spell you her name and give you a blog, uh, or excuse me, a website in a moment. But it's called The Anxious Traveler, How to Overcome Your Fear to Travel in the World. Rita, welcome to the show. Hello, Rudy. Thank you. Now, I gather you know that of which you speak, because there was a time when you suffered from, uh, uh, I guess, almost a crippling disability of sorts, emotionally or psychologically at least, about traveling. Am I right? That's correct. I was basically afraid to leave my home. I was the quintessential armchair traveler, if you will. And, and, and how long did that go on? How old were you when you realized this was happening? How old were you when you discovered uh, or, or, or figured out you got to change this somehow? I was in my mid-twenties. Okay. And what happened? What, what caused your, you to change your mind and tackle it? Well, my anxiety was getting worse the more I was staying away from what I was most afraid of, and um, I talked to my doctor, and he said, well, Rita, you don't like going to therapy, you don't like stress management classes, so why don't you try something different to get over your fear, and he suggested that I, I take a trip. And that's something you were afraid of, right? I was terrified, yes. Um, even though I wanted very much to travel, I was afraid of the people I would meet, um, what I would say, what I would do, and if I was going to be safe. How much of it was safety and how much it was simply fear of interacting with the unknown or being stumped while on the road? It was really both, Rudy. That's, uh, that's, that's interesting. So, but, if, but if I had said, look, here is a place where there hasn't been a crime in 48 years against a person, um, what would have taken over then to keep you from going? Well, all the what-ifs that go through our mind, and, and we live in, in a post-9-11 world. We're concerned about random acts of violence, unpredictability, uh, basically you know, what we can't control. And so that, that fear was ultimately blocking me, and, and that's what I worked very hard to overcome. And what, what gave you the gumption, the courage, the, uh, the personal courage to take the first step and actually someday, and, and actually one day, begin traveling? Because I know from your book you've been to over 40 countries now. That's, you definitely overcame that problem. What was that first step? I started out small, and I went with people that I trust and love, and I didn't stay very long. I, I went to Canada. Uh, you know, Canada is, is close. If you have a problem, you can come back. I went for three or four nights, and I had a wonderful experience. I stayed within my my psychological safety limits. I I listened to my gut feeling, and at, at the same time, I tried some new things, not to overwhelm myself at all. But I I built some confidence, and it got me ready for the next trip. Where were you traveling from, and where did you go in Canada? I went from Sacramento to Vancouver and back. And it's something you recommend in your book, for you, for example, you say if you live in uh, 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 damp and gray Seattle or Portland, uh, go to damp and gray Dublin. If you live in a desert community in Arizona, maybe go to a desert community in Africa so that there isn't the weather shock and, and, or topography shock that you might experience otherwise. You mentioned going with a companion. Tell me the difference between a trusted travel companion that you talk about in your book and a professional travel companion you also mentioned. A trusted companion is going to be a family member or a close friend 
who's going to be with you and you know throughout your trip and understands your past problems with with phobias and a professional travel companion is someone that you're going to hire that you don't know really well but who is an expert at um finding uh help for you if you're just you're having a hard time um and help in terms of uh a quiet place to get away maybe you know stay in your hotel for a couple of days and then you get back and you start exploring again and building your confidence do you pay a professional travel companion no no i was always fortunate rudy to have um family and friends to go with me and um professional travel companions um you know they they're they are a bit expensive but i i've heard from people that use them they're worth every penny for a a first trip to go out and then after one trip with a travel companion they'll generally go out on their own my guest is rita on your nara her new book is called uh, the Anxious Traveler, you can go to her website at thebravetraveler.com if, if, if what she's talking about appeals to you, uh, speaks to something you are wrestling with. All right, Rita, that first trip to Vancouver. Okay, you're in a place, it's, it's almost like America, Vancouver. Everybody speaks English. It's, there's nothing strange about the architecture, or uh, certainly in the Pacific Northwest, nothing strange about the water and the land configuration. Did you come back from that trip a totally changed person, or was it a baby step? Uh, somewhere in between, Rudy, I I was just awe-inspired. I, I was a little overwhelmed when I got back, but I thought, wow, all of this is waiting for me out there. If if this is just Vancouver, what else is out there to explore in all these other countries? And so I took a step back. I looked at other places I wanted to go and, and the specific challenges in those cities and countries, and I just started planning and, and learning and, and uh, understanding what, specifically would hold me back and then working through that. And you do this by yourself without professional counsel? That's correct. I eventually, I think uh, about three years ago, I started to travel entirely on my own. And what was your second trip, if I can, a second or third trip? Uh, my second trip was to New Zealand. Another English-speaking country. When did you first go to a foreign-speaking country? Uh, that would be in 2010. And where was that? That was to beautiful Finland. And was that a, I mean, was the language a barrier for you previously? Was that a huge step going to a place where English, although most people in Finland speak English, but where it wasn't the native language? It was definitely a psychological barrier, more okay. than a real practical barrier. All right, give me, for someone who might be listening, going, you know, that's me, Rita. I've, I've, I want to travel, I mean, intellectually I want to travel, but I, I'm just a little nervous Give me two, three, four first steps to uh, take that baby step to begin a trip. Well, you, you want to understand uh, where exactly you want to go. You want to understand what type of uh, risks or challenges might be at your destination. And you want to uh, get as much information as possible. Go out, uh, buy a book or two, um, go to websites, blogs. Uh, listen to your show, Rudy. Get get as much information as possible, and then uh, talk to your doctor if you're concerned about your stress level and and what you would be able to manage. And the next steps would be to understand, um, you know, if you have uh, health concerns abroad, you know, where you could get medical attention or talk to a doctor wherever you are, and 
after that, you, you just you need to step back and say, hey, you know what? I'm going to have a lot of fun. Uh, I'm not going to overthink this. And that is, is truly the, the key to, to letting go and just, and just living and getting in the moment of travel. You also suggest making a list of what you, having done some research, what you would like to do in the place, in the destination you're visiting so that you, I guess, have a little more focus and can make, break it down into manageable bites. Exactly. You want to plan but not over-plan. You, you, you want to have an itinerary. You don't want to be uh, showing up in a city without a hotel reservation made if, if you're subject to, um, you know, succumbing to your own stress. And um, you definitely want to have a, an outline of, of what you're going to do, but at the same time you don't want to have something pinned down so much that you feel like you're going, you know, on an obstacle course either. The book is called The Anxious Traveler. The subtitle is How to Overcome Your Fear to Travel the World. Rita Anyanara had that fear, and she certainly did it, and she's put it all into a book. Her website is thebravetraveler.com. Her name has is three parts, Rita, Anya, A-N-Y-A, and last name is Nara, N-A-R-A. I hope I pronounced it all correctly, Rita. Yes, absolutely, Rudy. All right, thank you for, I hope, providing some inspiration for those in the audience who need it. Appreciate it. Thanks for having me. We'll be right back in just a moment after this break. Going to talk about the Texas Rangers. Yeah, they're still our Texas Rangers. Rudy Max's world is coming right back. So get on the phone now at 800-387-8025. That's 1-800-387-8025. You can also enjoy the program anytime at RudyMaxa.com. Ever wonder how you can travel like a rock star at a fraction of the cost? Truth is, being lucky in travel takes a little research. Written by Reader's Digest, Travel Guard presents the Smart Spender's Travel Guide, your resource to hundreds of tips from Reader's Digest's popular travel articles. Learn what to pack, how to avoid expensive travel mistakes, and more. Request a free copy of Smart Spender's Travel Guide at TravelGuard.com. We need your email address. All travel advice in this guide is provided by Reader's Digest and as such does not represent the views or opinions of TravelGuard. TravelGuard is a licensed provider of travel insurance and assistance service plans. Learn more at TravelGuard.com. Several research studies show that people who are on the same diet and exercise program lose three to four times as much weight when taking 1,100 milligrams of pure green coffee extract than they do when not taking it. So if you are serious about losing weight, call Longevity Medical Clinic to order your bottle of pure green coffee extract at 866-869-6864, extension 1. That's 866-869-6864, extension 1. Or order online at lmclinic.com. That's lmclinic.com. To participate in the program, call now at 800-387-8025 or log on to RudyMaxa.com. Here's Rudy Maxa. 33 after the hour. Welcome back to Rudy Maxa's World, where it's all travel all the time, as they say at the National Geographic Traveler. That actually is a registered line of theirs, but I like it so much I borrow it, and we're sort of friends with the Traveler, and I'm contributing editor there, so I'm sure their lawyers would have different thoughts on that. We talk about travel a lot, I guess is what I should say. You know, I'm not a Texas guy. I've been to Texas a dozen times. I go there for a speech or to visit a friend. I'm there one, two days. I, I don't, I still, I, I can't pretend to be an expert on that state. I don't quite get it. I've never wanted to live there. 
um, particularly Houston. But okay. All right. So I don't know a whole lot about the Texas Rangers. And if you had asked me, oh, two weeks ago, what about the Texas Rangers? I go, were there some old movie a long time ago or something? Well, turns out, and everybody in Texas is going, who is this guy? He doesn't know anything. Turns out the Texas Rangers are very much with us. They've been with us for over 190, well, up to 190 years because they're celebrating that 190th birthday right now. And a man who knows a whole lot more about it than I do, obviously, is Byron Johnson. He's the executive director of the Texas Ranger Hall of Fame and Museum. It's in Waco, Texas, halfway between Houston and Austin. Brian, uh, I'm delighted to have you on the show to educate this guy who's not too bright about this. What do the Texas (laughs) Rangers do? Are they state police? Uh, Yes, they actually serve a dual purpose as the chief investigative agency for the state. They also have a special operations group that does everything all the way down to working on the border these days. So, I mean, is is there a Texas state police uh, arm as well? Yes, they are. There is what's called the Texas Department of Public Safety. Most most states have something similar to that. Ours is more unusual in that their oldest division is the Texas Rangers, which were founded all the way back in 1823, essentially as a Minuteman group. And they are the oldest state law enforcement agency in the United States today. Now, when you say they provide an investigative function, I mean, I, I, of course, I, I think the average person, and I do, think of, well, if there's a murder, they might investigate that. But, I mean, do they, if somebody's guilty of tax fraud or something, I mean, how, how wide-ranging are their no. investigative, is their investigative purview? Well, they work primarily uh, on major criminal investigations, homicides, murders, things like that. When the shootings occurred down at Fort Hood, they were in charge of interviewing the folks that survived the shooting and did that sort of thing. Uh, they spend an awful lot of their time working with local law enforcement. You noted the size of some of the cities in Texas, like Houston. We've also got counties that are very sparsely populated and don't have the resources to investigate major crimes. And when that happens, they bring in the rangers because they have statewide jurisdiction. And they will assist local law enforcement to whatever extent is needed. Got it. Does anybody ride a horse in the Texas Rangers anymore? Yeah, and one of the things that surprises a lot of American law enforcement agencies from other areas is in the panhandle, they may be chasing uh, cattle thieves and horse thieves today, and down in Houston, they may be working on things like computer crime and Internet child pornography. So it's about as varied as 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 you can get. That is a wide-ranging portfolio. There's uh, There may be a couple TV shows coming out this fall, one called The Real Case Files of the Texas Rangers, uh, which right. seems to be more likely than the other one on the Sci-Fi Channel. Uh, is this, this is a debut of a new series, right? Yes, it is, and it's one that we're working fairly closely with them. Our um, historical center has a research library and archives with a lot of the old case files. And they are getting ready to produce a series uh, that's coming out, and we're looking forward to it. It's being uh, chaired by a man named Hank Whitman, who is the former chief of the Rangers. So it ought to be very interesting. Do you know what network that will be on? Uh, I think it's going to be on Fox. Okay. Now let's talk about your purview, which is the Texas Ranger Hall of Fame and Museum. I, I can gather what you have there, but I also noticed on your website that uh, there's a picture of you, you have some sort of Lone Ranger collection as well. What's that about? <laughs> I mean, the yeah. Lone Ranger. <laughs> yes, as certain Native Americans used to say, we walk in two worlds. We, we deal with both the Texas Rangers of reality and we deal with the Texas Rangers in fiction, which goes back almost as far. They started writing the first songs and novels about the Rangers as far back as the 1840s. 
And, of course, we just saw the new Lone Ranger movie come out, and it's the 80th anniversary of that character's creation back in 1933. So we deal with the TV shows, the motion pictures, you name it. We're up to a count of about 214 motion pictures now that have had a major character as a ranger. Give me 30 seconds on why I should come stop in the Ranger Hall of Fame and Museum in, in, in Waco. Well, we're a unique part of America's frontier heritage, and we deal with uh, things that are, pretty, that are still pretty uh, relevant to what people see and do today. We have a museum, a Hall of Fame, a uh, archive and library, and we even have a real Texas Ranger headquarters people can visit. And that's, oh, is that a replication or is that an operating one? No, it's an operating headquarters for Company F. They handle major crime investigations from Dallas all the way down to San Antonio. Uh, the museum, by the way, is open uh, 9 to 5 every day of the week, except for Thanksgiving, Christmas, New Year's, and I love this, uh, and snow and ice. <laughs> <laughs> You've That's... got it, and once in a blue moon, we do get some of that. <laughs> you can find more information at uh, by going to texasranger.org, and you'll see everything that's on offer in the museum, how to get there and all that sort of stuff. And Brian, stop in and say hi to Byron Johnson. He is the executive director there. Are you a former Texas Ranger? No, I'm a, I'm a museum guy, but I uh, enjoy running their museum for them. I really do. You don't get to work for an American symbol very often. Then that symbol is the Texas Rangers. TexasRanger.org. Byron Johnson's the executive director. Have a lovely weekend, Byron. Thanks for dropping by. You too. You're listening to Rudy Max's World. We're talking travel, as you know, every weekend, same time, same station. We're going to go talk about the museum that Walmart built in Arkansas. Right. Call now to talk to Rudy Maxa at 800-387-8025. You can also email the show anytime at info at rudymaxa.com. This is a special message for women over 40. Are you experiencing hot flashes or sleeplessness? How about stress or low libido? If you answered yes to any of these questions, you may be experiencing hormonal imbalance due to menopause, and you qualify to receive a free sample of Amberin, a leading menopause solution that's clinically shown to help balance hormones and relieve common symptoms of menopause. Amberin has helped thousands of women finally get relief from menopause symptoms. And if you haven't tried Amberin, now's the time, because for the first time ever, you can try it completely free. All you have to do is call 1-800-922-1460 and request your free sample. There's no risk and no obligation to buy anything in the future. Want to know if Amberin can work for you? Get your free sample and find out. This is a very limited time offer, so don't wait. Call now. 1-800-922-1460. Shipping not included. Limited to one free sample per household. Call 1-800-922-1460. That's 1-800-922-1460. Look, kid, you're new here. So let me tell you the three keys to a long, happy career. First, high heat gloves. Page 2640 of the Granger Catalog. Second, Intrinsically Safe Earmuffs, page 2606. Third, Portable Eyewash Stations, page 2790. Am I the grand poobah of workplace safety? No. Granger is. They have page after page of safety products. The Granger catalog and all its forms. Get it? Got it? Good. Call, click Granger.com, or stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Attention men, if you're urinating more often or waking at night to urinate, we want to send you a free bottle of Beta Prostate. Beta Prostate is our best-selling supplement, made with a natural ingredient that supports healthy urine flow and more complete bladder emptying. It's also been shown to reduce waking at night from the urge to urinate. To find out how to get your free bottle, just call 800-460-0983. Since Beta Prostate debuted, 
Our warehouse has shipped over 2 million bottles. But there are still men who have yet to discover this amazing supplement. That's why for a limited time, you can try a full 30-day supply of beta prostate free. You only pay shipping and handling. This free beta prostate giveaway is only available while supplies last. And once it's gone, it's gone. Just call 800-460-0983. That's 800-460-0983. Call 800-460-0983. Several research studies show that people who are on the same diet and exercise program lose three to four times as much weight when taking 1,100 milligrams of pure green coffee extract than they do when not taking it. So if you are serious about losing weight, call Longevity Medical Clinic to order your bottle of pure green coffee extract at 866-869-6864, extension 1. That's 866-869-6864, extension 1. Or order online at lmclinic.com. That's lmclinic.com. Got a question or comment? Need advice? Jump on board now by calling the show at 800-387-8025 or visit the show anytime at RudyMaxa.com. Now back to Rudy Maxa's World. Forbes magazine lists four Waltons and their family members among the ten wealthiest Americans with a combined net worth in excess of 80, $84 billion. That's $84 billion. Um, that's a lot of money. And some of that money, uh, nearly a billion, well, about $800 million of it, has gone to build a museum that I'm not familiar with, and I, or excuse me, I haven't visited, let's put it that way, in Bentonville, Arkansas, which happens to be the home of uh, Walmart, uh, which is the basis of the fortune for the family that has endowed Crystal Bridges Museum. It's a museum dedicated to American art. It's actually called the Crystal Bridges uh, uh, Museum of American Art. It has just celebrated the arrival of its one millionth visitor, and I'm delighted to have uh, the communications director of the uh, museum join me, Laura Jacobs. Laura, nice to have you here. I'm, I always love to hear about these amazing museums that I, that I have not visited. Um, and it was, this was just founded, just opened the door, what, in 2011? Yes. Hi, Rudy. Thanks for having me on your program today. Crystal Bridges opened on 11-11-11, and um, as you mentioned, we just celebrated welcoming our one millionth guest. So we're so excited about the public response, and I can't wait to get you to the museum. Well, I can't wait to get there either. Walmart heiress Alice Walton seems to be, of the family members, the driving force behind the creation of this museum. Why? Is she an artist? Uh, has she had a lifelong pension for art? What prompted it? You know, that's a great question. And and Alice Walton, who is the, the daughter of Sam Walton, the founder of Walmart Stores, and Helen Walton, Alice's mother, exposed her to art at a young age. She painted watercolor paintings in the kitchen. The family would take trips to museums around the country because we didn't have museums here in this region, um, except for maybe Tulsa might have been the closest at that time. And her love for art grew. When Alice became an adult, she began collecting art. And at some point, her art collection had grown to the point where she began to consider next steps and what, what would she want to do. And she d dreamed of having a museum here in Bentonville, Arkansas, and that's, that's exactly what she did. Now, I've, if you go to the website, which is uh, crystalbridges.org, you'll get, a, you'll get an idea of the architecture of this museum. Uh, there are water elements. It's a very modern, looks like a very... Uh, light-filled museum. Who is the architect for this, uh, the Crystal Bridges Museum? The architect is Moshe Softy. He's a Boston-based oh, architect, and he's done a number of very significant cultural projects around the globe. 
and um, we were so fortunate that um, Alice chose to engage Moshe in this project. Um, I don't know if it's apparent from the pictures that you've seen, but the museum is nestled in a ravine spanning a creek bed, so those water elements that you describe are actually fed from a natural spring called Crystal Spring, which sits on the property, and the two dominant structures are bridges, and that's how the museum derives its name. It's from the Crystal Spring and then the two bridge structures that make yeah, up the, the bu museum. The buildings are actually over the water, not, not along the banks, as might be more uh, traditional. This is right in the middle of, a, of an Ozark forest. If you go to crystalbridge.org and click on About, you'll see an option for architecture and you can read a bit more about the building. But it certainly is stunning. It's, it is right in the middle of a forest. Now, I know Bentonville has uh, airline service, shall we say, out of proportion to most cities that's, or most towns of the size of Bentonville. And that is because so many vendors are, are, are calling on Walmart uh, because they have business relationships with them. What airlines serve Bentonville and others? How do we get here? Is what I'm, how do we get there is what I'm saying. Well, you can fly in. You can fly direct from New York, from Chicago, from Dallas, Atlanta, Charlotte. Uh, there may still be a flight from L.A., if I'm not mistaken. So it's really easy to, to get here by air. If you wanted to get in the car, we're only five hours from St. Louis, five hours from Dallas, Memphis, four hours from Kansas City. So we are really in the heart of the country, in the geographic center of the United States. So it's, it's actually pretty easy to get here. And what is in the collection? I know it's all American art, um, but what, give, give us in the minute we have left a description of what I will see when I get there. You will see five centuries of American artwork starting at the earliest period of our country's founding. Um, you'll see portraits of George Washington. You'll see um, iconic images such as Norman Rockwell's Rosie the Riveter. You'll see uh, Andy Warhol paintings. You'll see Dolly Parton by Andy Warhol. So we really just have an amazing span of artwork uh, over many generations that tell the story of America told through the eyes of artists. And I know you, you have a fairly uh, hefty endowment to keep, uh, to keep uh, accumulating art. Well, certainly the, the, the endowment was given to us by the Walton family, and that really helped us establish collections, the building, and provide an endowment so that we can continue operations. But the community has continued to support us, um, corporate support, through memberships. We have um, a number of opportunities for people to get involved. Well, there you have it, the museum that Walmart built, the Crystal Bridges Museum of American Art. Find out more details by going to crystalbridges.org. Laura Jacobs has been my guest. She's the Director of Communications there. Lovely weekend, Laura. Thanks for dropping in. Thanks for having me. Bye-bye. We'll be right back here in Rudy Max's World. Got some travel deals of the week coming up for you. Rudy Max's World phone lines are open now, so call us at 800-387-8025. We'll be back after these messages. The telephone number to call the program is 800-387-8025. That's 1-800-387-8025. Or visit the show online at RudyMaxa.com. Here again is Rudy Maxa. Maui experienced its uh, fourth shark attack last Wednesday when a young woman, a tourist from Germany, lost her arm to a shark while swimming in water 15 to 20 feet deep away from the... Uh, not too far from the shore. She was swimming with two friends at the time. A 57-year-old California high school physical education teacher heard her screams and leapt into the water to save her. She's in stable condition at a local hospital. 
Last year, there were a dozen shark attacks in Hawaiian waters. The last fatality, though, was back in 2004. State officials advise swimming in groups and avoiding swimming during dawn and dusk when sharks come closer to shore to feed. And the sole owner of Scandinavia's largest hotel company, Nordic Choice Hotels, announced this week that he'd remove pay TV adult movies from all 171 of his hotels. He intends to replace that programming with contemporary video art. At his hotel on Oslo's waterfront, the channel is interactive, allowing guests to choose the high-end contemporary art they want on their television screen while they're in their room. Those X-rated movies are very profitable for hotels, but some observers have wondered how a hotel chain like, say, Marriott, which is was founded and is still controlled by a Mormon, the Mormon Marriott family, can justify offering such programming. Of course, same question can be asked about Marriott's willingness to serve alcohol on its properties as well, since Mormons aren't supposed to drink booze. Nordic Choice Hotels was the first chain to ban smoking, first hotel chain to ban smoking in all its rooms seven years ago. All right, let's do a few deals of the week here. Mm-hmm. See cash stretches or sounds signifying Rudy's going to do deals of the week. Okay, got a couple of real quick ones here for you. Um, the eight Sofitel hotels in the United States, they're all in big cities, uh, is going to offer a full free breakfast to guests over Labor Day weekend from August 29th to September 3rd if you book your room by August 29th. Sofitel hotels, free breakfast for all the guests, full breakfast if you uh, stay between August 29th and September 3rd and book your rooms by August 29th. Sofitel, S-O-F-I-T-E-L dot com. Uh, Virgin America's got a deal on the business class on business class flights between August 24th and September 8th, 5.99 each way between LA and New York, uh, and excuse me between LA and San Francisco to DC, 7.99. Uh, oh, also to Philly and Chicago. Okay, so $600 basically, uh, LA or San Francisco going all the way to DC, Philly or Chicago, 800 to New York City, Newark or Boston to LA or San Francisco, 2.99 Dallas Fort Worth to San Francisco and LA. And uh, the shorter routes have various prices, but you have to book by, like, now, August 15th. That would be Sunday. So do that. Now, here's a, this is a really, really good deal. It's a really good deal, okay? Um, I'll tell you the catch in just a moment. Uh, Hilton uh, wants you to celebrate the tropical glamour of Oahu, um, which is, of course, in Hawaii where the legendary Waikiki Beach is. So they're offering you, get this, Seven days and six nights at the Grand Waikikian for nine forty nine plus tax. That's like what I don't know, a hundred and something a night. Or you can spend seven days and six nights at Hilton Waikoloa Village for eleven hundred and fifty dollars. This includes a two hundred dollar Hawaiian Airlines flight voucher, a two hundred dollar spend a night on us certificate for a future stay at a Hilton uh, hotel somewhere in the world. Two tickets to Lua. That's the 949 seven day, seven night Grand Waikikian. Waikikian package. The Hotel Waikoloa package, the 1150, also gives you a $200 flight certificate for Hawaiian Airlines. Also gives you the $200 certificate for a future stay at a Hilton Worldwide Hotel. Also gives you a seven day car rental. That can be worth two $300. Plus, if you take up either of these offers, you're going to win, or you're going to win, you will garner 25,000 Hilton Honors bonus points. Okay, so what's the catch? Well, as part of your Hawaii vacation package, you'll be able to attend a personal preview and sales presentation for Hilton Grand Vacations to find out how you and your family can enjoy the many benefits and privileges of vacation ownership with Hilton. This is not an advertisement. You just tuned in. We're doing deals of the week here. So if you're willing to sit through a sales pitch and take a look at the vacation homes that Hilton's trying to sell in those two locations, you got yourself a pretty cheap week's vacation. 
Um, it's a limited time offer. You've got to book it by August 31st, the end of this month, although you do have up to 12 months from the time you purchase the package to travel. Here's the phone number. I'll give it to you twice. 877, toll-free number, 877-631-4482. That's 877-631-4482. So great deal, but you got to put up with the pitch. You know, it's up to you, up to you, up to you, whether you want to do that. Uh, what else we got here? Well, we've got a great, an amazing, oh, let me give you that one next hour because it's a little long to explain. Let's see if another short one here because we only have 50 seconds left. Well, here's a pretty cool thing. This is a resort, I don't know, the Big White Ski Resort in British Columbia on Valentine's Day of next year is doing something called chairlift speed dating. Now, I don't know if this is a good deal, but skiers and boarders riding the Bullet Express chairlift will get the chance to meet the love of their lives. Um, lost lovers will be matched with, lost lovers? Lost lovers will be matched with like-minded skiers and boarders. Um, if they're compatible by the time you reach the top of the mountain, you get to go to snoo- Snowshoe Sam's for some apres ski action. Uh, you can book at activities at bigwhite.com. So I guess you can more, get more uh, uh, details about this ski resort um, called White ski, Big White Ski Resort in British Columbia. It's uh, British Columbia's second largest resort and boasts the most ski and ski-out accommodations in Canada. They promise sunny weather, dry powder, a mild average temperature. Uh, bigwhite.com is where you get more details. And if you want to fall in love while going up on a ski lift... February 14th of next year. Coming to the end of the first hour of Rudy Max's World of Your Stations leaving us. Hope to see you here again next time. Next weekend, that is. Same time, same station. Otherwise, we're going to take a six-minute break. If your station's hanging around for the second hour, as most of our uh, stations do, we got a lot more travel coming up. Don't touch that dial. You've been listening to Rudy Max's World. And as always, you're hearing Must Hear Radio on the SSI Radio Network.